Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Well, we're coming Speaker McCarthy unveiled a ransom note holding our economy hostage. It's a 320 page plan to kill jobs fill our cities with smog and give asthma to our children. We asked folks in this poll, do you think Joe Biden should run for re-election? Look at this, only a quarter, 26%, said they think he should run for re-election. My own sense is that most Americans don't want to vote for an 81-year-old man for president. Let's go late and let the world, let's get it done. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I'm looking at the Drudge Report. Jerry Springer died. Linda, did I ever tell you the story about the first time I met him? Never did, right? All right. Fun story. Get the, get the show started today. So he comes on then Hannity and Combs. And I've got a list of every crazy, insane topic that, that of shows that he's done in the past. And I'm like, I think I'm ready to nail him and call him out and say, this is garbage and get, in, you know, have a big argument with the guy. And so I bring up like the first three topics. I'm like, this is the type of television you do. He, he shakes his head. He goes, I know. You're, I, you're right. It's, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed by my own show. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm, he said it seriously. He said he was serious as a heart attack. 
He was a conservative or a liberal? I don't know. No, he was a liberal. You might remember. He was the former mayor of Cincinnati. No, I don't remember. Sean Hannity, you're a great American. God bless you. That's God bless Bill America. Cunningham. I want a full report. <laughs> well, Cunningham would tell better stories because he knew him a lot better than I did. Um, I ended up liking the guy. He fell on the sword, totally disarmed me. That had never happened to me in my career where I was left kind of speechless. So every time I say, and you brought up this topic, he goes, I know. Oh, it's, it's so embarrassing. I, you know, I probably couldn't even watch my own show, but it's an entertainment show. People seem to like it. So I keep doing it and, and it's kind of fun to do. It's crazy and we have fights and I'm like, but you did. And he's like, uh, I know you're right. I agree with everything you're saying. There was nothing left for me to say. Totally disarmed me. That had never happened in a, in a debate, at least in my case before. And, uh, I ended up admiring for him for it. He was, he said, I do a dumb, stupid show for entertainment purposes only. And a lot of people like it. So I keep doing it because I'm having fun doing it. It's not serious. People don't take it seriously. And it's just pure entertainment. And I know it's a little wacky and insane, but you know. I do it for the money. Then he said that. He goes, I do it for the money. I I was dying laughing. And very few times do I get stumped like that. I was completely stumped. Uh, but anyway, it was pretty entertaining. God bless his soul. Uh, he passed away today at 79. Uh, I think 79 now is too young. I really do. Like, I think about my parents going at such a young age. My poor mother working herself to death, passing away at 69. My dad was, what, 71, 72, I forget. Uh, it was, what, the 27th anniversary last month of his death. I can't believe he's been gone that long. My advice to you, all of you out there that have your parents, do yourself a favor. Give them a call. Give them some of your time. Show them some love. Now, you might say, well, my parents did this or they didn't do that. There's no such thing as perfect parenting. It doesn't exist. And in the case of my parents, for example, they, for the most part, were missing in action, not because they wanted to be missing in action, is because that they, they had to work hard. My father worked two jobs. He was a family court probation officer, but he also waited tables on the weekend. My mom was a prison guard. I mean, she must have done 16-hour shifts, like, for 40 days straight. And when her alarm went off, it was like a, an atomic bomb uh, went off and the entire neighborhood could hear it because it was the only way she can get up after her, you know, 19th day of doing a 16-hour shift in a prison. It's unreal. Um, and I know I stand on their shoulders, and I'm very grateful to them. I wish I knew it then so I would have thanked them more. Um, but I can't go backwards. I know they're in heaven. Uh, and when I get there, they're definitely going to have the bigger mansion than mine because uh, they deserve it way more than I would. It says, let not your heart be troubled in my father's house. There are many mansions and I go to prepare a place for you. So that's where that comes from. Uh, anyway, to, uh, work we go. Um, you know, I was thinking about this today. I had a couple of conversations today with people that I had not spoken to in a long time. And very, very, very bright people, great innovators, people that have a perspective on life that when they talk, I really want to hear what they have to say. And one of the things that we were talking about in both cases was the state of the country and what needs to happen. I don't think anybody 
thinks that we're in, going in the right direction. Every poll shows we're going in the wrong direction. And that kind of jump-started another conversation, and that is about the partisanship and the divide that is in the country. I mean, how do you reconcile some of these issues? I don't have the answer to it. How do you reconcile uh, people that believe in law and order and safety and security as a prerequisite towards the pursuit of happiness with those people that want to defund, dismantle police departments and want no bail laws, even for violent felons? How, well, you know, tell me where the middle ground is there. There is no middle ground there. You know, how do you how do you reconcile the issue of open borders versus you know, vetting people coming into our country and doing it legally. Those people on the left that want open borders, how do you convince them that it's it's smart to do so because it's good for national security? We don't want people that have horrible intentions and would cause harm to the American people ever getting across the border because it's wide open. At the end of year three of Joe Biden's presidency, we expect seven and a half million illegal immigrants will have entered this country. And along with that, all the fentanyl, all the human trafficking, uh, on top of all that, then you've got the opioid trafficking, the heroin trafficking. How do you reconcile these issues? How do you reconcile the climate alarmist religious cult with those of us that do not think the technology exists because it doesn't? Any new green technology, it does not exist that we can replace the lifeblood of the world's economy. So I think we should be energy independent. I give good reasons for my belief. It's good for national security. It creates high paying career jobs in the energy sector. Uh, it also creates, uh, we could be energy dominant and help our Western European allies that stupidly relied on Vladimir Putin for the lifeblood of their economies and he turned off the spigot and we could become an energy rich nation and that would help you know, alleviate our deficit and our debt problem. I mean, we can't keep robbing our kids and our grandkids of their future. And that's exactly what we're doing. If we became energy rich, we could pay down that debt and, and get our, our budget in balance. And that would be so great for the country. But we don't do it. How do you reconcile those of us that want to do that versus those that don't want to drill? They don't want fracking. They don't want coal. They don't want anything. And they don't have a realistic alternative. In other words, if you can get me cheap, clean energy and we have an abundance of it, I'm fine with getting off of fossil fuels. No problem. Go get it. But we don't have it right now. You know, I look at Joe Biden and, you know, now gas prices are going to be heading up to four or five dollars a gallon again. You know, once the Saudis aligned with the communist Chinese and China was brokering this deal with the Saudis and Iran, and now the Saudis and Syria, what's the first thing they did? They got OPEC to reduce the production of oil and drop it by 1.3 million barrels a day. Now, you add that to the fact that we as a country have cut back so much, we have artificially reduced the world supply. Now they're reducing the world supply even further. That's only going to raise prices on every American and if we keep these same energy prices, uh, uh, policies, we're going to go bankrupt at some point. It's not fun, but you know, how do you reconcile it? How do you reconcile, uh, teachers that actually think that they have the moral authority to tell your kids 
teach your children values that you disagree with. You know, some some parents still believe in a, 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 a somebody called God, a creator, and they want to instill their values in their children. Now, schools already fail on reading, writing, math, science, you know, history and computers. Now, if they want to do opt in classes after school on gender identity or sex ed or CRT, that's fine. Give the parents the curriculum, but don't take away valuable education time to enforce an agenda that contradicts the values of the parents that are sending their kids to school. How do you reconcile it? You know, look at all this record high gas prices, this insanity of defund, dismantle the police, no bail laws. This insanity of uh, investigating parents like Linda at school board meetings as domestic terrorists. And and Linda can get pretty loud at those meetings. They know her by name. When she walks in, they're like, oh, no, here here she comes again. Is that true or not? You know it's true. I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm sure on that. I'm at the top of that list. I will scream to the hilltops for my children. All right. But you know what? Schools not, ought not be indoctrinating or instilling their values in our children. That's the role of mommy and daddy. You know, all this money that they're handing over to Ukraine, and they're not demanding that Western Europe do step up and do their fair share. Why isn't every Western European country required to help Ukraine as a percentage of their GDP? And unless they're willing to do that, it's their continent. It's not our continent. Unless they're willing to do that and Joe Biden is willing to take off the handcuffs and let Zelensky try to win the war, and that would mean allowing Poland to give MiGs to Zelensky in Ukraine, there's no point fighting a war if you're not fighting it to win the war. But that's where we are. You know, we now have another recession. Every single solitary economist that that speaks out on the economy. They're all saying the same thing. You, they're all expecting a recession by the end of the year. We already had one under Joe Biden, technically, uh, two quarters in a row of negative growth. You know, we got violent crime everywhere. We've got high taxes. Joe Biden says he's not going to raise taxes on people that make under $400,000. He does it. Nobody calls him out on it. I mean, when George H.W. Uh, Bush said, read my lips, no new taxes, and he went back on his promise. He was excoriated for it. Well, Joe Biden raised taxes on every American. First of all, the Biden inflation tax, that is added up to about $10,000 per household. You have 70% of the country now living paycheck to paycheck, but more like 60, more like two-thirds of the country. Um, you have people now that are in dire straits. Nobody's able to save money. You have other people cashing in their pensions just for bare necessities. Other people using credit cards just to put food on the table. I mean, these are really hard times. I haven't even mentioned the foreign policy disaster. Later on, we'll have Mike Pompeo on. We'll talk to him about it. This new axis of evil is real with China, Russia, Iran. You know, that new coalition pulling away some of our allies like Saudi Arabia, the UAE, even Egypt now is aligning with Putin and Russia. That's not good. Supply chain shortages. You know, empty store shelves, baby formula uh, outages and shortages, you know, fentanyl deaths going through the roof. I mean, when does it all end? Where does it all end? You know, I, I don't think this is Republican or Democrat either. I think this is about simple, basic.
basic, fundamental, common sense. What policies will work best for the country? What will turn our economy around? What will prevent the aggressive actions of our geopolitical foes? What will stop their territorial ambitions? The only thing I can think of is strength, and that's military strength, and not a woke military that wants electric tanks, which is now what they're talking about. Energy Secretary Granholm is talking about. That's not going to work. By the way, the biggest story of the day yesterday and today is Biden caught with those crib notes detailing uh, reporters' questions, who to call on, and what the question is before the person stands up and asks the question. That would be collusion. And their name phonetically. Oh, yeah, and their name. Well, I need that one. It's in a teleprompter. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not going to be blunt here. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about today. Mike Pompeo will check in. Now, we are hearing from mainstream media sources that it is very likely that any day now, it may take a while, but any day from here on in, that Hunter Biden is going to be indicted and arrested. Uh, I view this as low-hanging fruit. I'm not going to allow it to distract me from the real scandal, and that is what James Comer and Jim Jordan are looking into, and we'll get into a deep explanation later in the program with John Solomon and Greg Jarrett. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're gonna love this story because you got to stand back and and hear this objectively it's it, it's so predictable so funny it it is everything we have known for a long period of time and that is uh that the mainstream media mob is pretty much an extension of all things democratic party now president biden is no stranger to his cheat sheets that his staff gives him the funny part is they had to put in the word you Meaning, that's about you, Joe. The next funniest thing that they put in there is that they had to write down people that had high positions in his cabinet, like Tony Blinken. I'm like, oh my gosh, he can't re remember that even? Okay. But the best part is, is they had detailed questions and who he should call on. In other words, the media gave him the questions ahead of time. Is that collusion? 
You won't hear the mainstream press talking about this stuff. Sean Hannity is on the radio. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. Our number, you want to be a part of the program. Look, since Roe v. Wade, over 60 million lives have been lost at the hands of abortion. I've always viewed abortion as a heart issue. And we now have partnered with Preborn and Preborn Clinics. Uh, their website is preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. And what they do is they give any expecting mom a free ultrasound. And with the science of ultrasound, it's so sophisticated. For example, uh, it's what now 4D, Linda? Uh, you saw it's 4D, and you basically can talk to your baby inside your womb. They essentially are like, "I'm ready. Here I come. Let's get this party started." I mean, that's what, that's essentially what Liam said to me. He said that to you when Absolutely. he was in your tummy. He came into this world. He was 10 pounds strong. He's like, let's do this. Get ready. It's <laughs> going to be fantastic. All right, but you had 4D. I did not have that available to me when my kids were born. Anyway, and it's really cool because you can see fingers and toes and, and facial features. You hear the heartbeat. For example, Victoria, perfect example. She finds out she's pregnant uh, and does an Internet search, finds a preborn network clinic. She... D- would go get in the science of ultrasound and with the support of the counselors that they offer for free and they also help moms out after the babies are born if they need you know counseling if they need uh diapers if they need baby formula if they need baby food i mean it's it's only possible because of your donations forget the political side of this if you believe in the sanctity of life and you want to do something about it for 28 bucks you can sponsor a life-changing ultrasound. I decided to buy two machines. Uh, I'm probably going to buy more because I believe in the science of ultrasound to save lives. It's a heart issue, and it's science behind it. And anyway, whatever you can donate, they use every penny to help uh, expecting moms in every way imaginable. Uh, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, on the web, it's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, so you got to have fun with this, Linda. This is, this to me is, this is awesome. This is my favorite story of the week because we have said for years on this program that the media mob is nothing but an extension of all things Democratic Party. Right. An extension of the White House press corps. If a candidate's running for office, they're an extension of the Democratic Party candidate. Um, now we have the evidence of it. I mean, this is where it gets very fun and, and cool, but it's also very revealing. So you know how they always have to have cheat sheets for Joe Biden. I mean, they had to have a cheat sheet that actually had the word you on it, meaning Joe, you. And I'm laughing my head off when I first saw this thing. The next thing they have is the list of his cabinet officials, their names, because they know he's likely going to forget the names. Anyway, so the media got a picture of this thing. And as Biden was speaking with the South Korean president at the time in the White House Rose Garden, a photographer captures this cheat sheet in Biden's hand, signaling that he had advanced knowledge of a question from the L.A. Times, a journalist, can you really call them a journalist if they're giving the questions away ahead of time? Anyway, a small paper, including a picture of the reporter 
because he might not know who to call on. So they have to put a picture in there. And maybe I shouldn't be laughing. I should be crying because we're talking about the president of the United States. But it is funny. Anyway, question number one. This is what it says. Question number one was a was handwritten at the top of the sheet indicating that the president should call on her first at the conclusion of his remarks. Quote, how are you squaring your domestic priorities like reshoring semiconductors man manufacturing with alliance based foreign policy? That was on the paper. The reporter was called on first as required by the people behind the curtain. Anyway, uh, was called upon first, whose last name was omitted by the president and asked Biden, your top economic priority has been, uh, built up, uh, up, up on domestic manufacturing and competition with China, but your rules against expanding chip manufacturing in China is hurting South Korean companies that rely heavily on Beijing. Are you damaging a key ally in the competition with China to help your domestic policies ahead of an election? Now, a separate paper in Biden's hand revealed the names of the administration officials. In other words, it's all a game. It is all a setup. It is like, you know, they're acting out their parts. And it's everything that we have said for so many years. And you can't even make it up. And just think for just one second. Imagine for one second that this was President Trump. Now, President Trump did three interviews recently. He did one with me. He did one with Tucker Carlson. He did one with the great one, Mark Levin. Okay, so, um, and our interview went long. We not only did a full hour, uh, but then we did more, and we ran one, two, at least three more segments during the week because we had that much material, and I did a segment on his new book, of letters that we had him on this week about. Anyway, it's a pretty cool book. What is it? Uh, 45books.com. 45books.com, Letters to Trump. Yeah, and it's been number one on Amazon. So he's doing really well with it. Uh, but, I mean, it goes to show you they're not honest brokers. You know, a lot of times people ask, Hannity, are you a journalist? And I answer, what, what is my usual answer? No, I'm not a journalist, but I practice journalism I said, I'm a talk show host. What's a talk show host? I think you should start to say no, but I play one on TV. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I can say that, too. You can tell by the makeup. Um, by the way, with these audience shows we're doing, you know what people keep telling me? You look younger in person. You look skinnier in person. You're taller in person. I think that's why you keep doing them. You like these compliments. No, that's not a compliment. Oh, it's not? Okay, because what they're really saying is that on TV, that I look old, short, I can't say the F word, the other F word, oh God. and chubby. <laughs> Am I allowed to say chubby? More to love. Okay, more to love, that kind of. No, no, but you're taller, younger, and skinnier in person. So that means I'm the opposite on TV, does it not? All I can tell people is go to Hannity.com for your free tickets now to find out if it's true. <laughs> okay, by the way, uh, everybody seems to like the audience show. It's fun to do. I mean, we have a raucous time. In between the breaks, that's when the real show goes on. I'm going to be there tonight. You're coming to the show tonight? I'm going to be there tonight. Who are you bringing with you? A lot of people, actually. <laughs> are you really? How many people are coming with you? Like all of our clients. It's like, oh, really? I think we're like the Is whole... Is Anthony coming? Anthony's coming. Yes. I have not met Anthony. You have not. Oh. Tonight, you will, tonight... Meet, you will meet the man. Do I get to uh, grill him or what? I mean, I don't know. I think that would be weird. But, you know, I mean, it's your show. Yeah. 
Uh, that so, was an awkward ending. <laughs> yeah, that was an awkward ending. You know, I've only heard good things about Anthony, so that's all I'm going to say. Uh, all right, Pete Buttigieg goes on that hard-hitting show, The Daily Show. Do you hear about this? And he says the GOP focus on transgenders is getting in the way of transportation needs. Can somebody explain that statement to me? What does that even mean? You know, we have railroad disasters. By the way, is Joe ever going to make it to East Palestine in Ohio? I don't think so. Anyway, so we have railroad disasters. We have breakdowns in the airline industry. God forbid, you know, you want to travel someplace. The odds are really high that your plane is going to be delayed or canceled. Uh, that's his responsibility. He's not doing a good job. He's blaming Donald Trump like they blame Trump for everything. But the other day I was testifying in the appropriation subcommittee explaining how our budget was going to help with things like railroad safety air traffic control and other transportation needs and we had to take a break so that they could all vote on a bill to kick transgender teenagers off of sports teams that that was their priority i mean you got to be kidding me how did pothole pete ever become the transportation secretary what great experience did he have for that um one interesting development in James Comer's investigation, and we'll get into this more with John Solomon and Greg Jarrett at the top of the next hour. Later, also, we have Mike Pompeo on the show. Comer wants to subpoena John Kerry over climate deals that hurt America. Now, we've pointed out to you that if you look at most departments under Joe Biden, almost all of them are allocating tens of millions in many cases billions of tax dollars for something to do with the climate alarmist religious cult and we're spending all this money now what is the rest of the world doing well okay russia is getting rich because we have artificially reduced the world's supply of energy so that means their energy that they are producing is worth a lot more last year the saudis they had their biggest profit margin ever because America got out of the domestic energy production business, $167 billion. And I don't think the Saudis like us very much. I've never really trusted the Saudis. I've always found them somewhat duplicitous. Great. Donald Trump is president. Uh, we're going to bet on America. Now it's Joe Biden. We're going to bet on China. And as soon as uh, they make the alliance with with China, then they broker a deal with Iran, which I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. Pompeo will weigh in on this. Uh, and then now they're doing a deal with Syria. Now the UAE is aligning with Putin. Egypt, we give them billions of dollars a year. They're aligning with Putin. None of it's good. Nobody thinks Joe Biden should be president. The question is, can he win? You know, I, I think there's got to be something different. And I'm not sure exactly what it is yet. I don't have the full answer. And the reason this question is in my head is I talked to two really smart people today and they just got my mind thinking, how do we how do we make this country? How do you bring the country together? How do we get every common sense American to align on on just basic fundamentals? What are the things that we should all agree on? Should we all agree that? Law and order and safety and security is a prerequisite towards the pursuit of happiness. To me, any common sense American would say yes. Am I wrong on that? You can tell me if I'm wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong at all. All right. Is it wrong to vet people that want the honor and privilege of coming into our country? In other words, should we close the border, secure the border? If you want to come in, 
You do it legally. We can expedite the process. But shouldn't we check and see if you have a radical background or radical association? Should we do that? Common, yeah, common mean, sense, right? Absolutely. Okay. Should we be energy independent or should we be making countries that really don't like us very much wealthy? You know where I stand on Venezuela, that. Yeah. right? Now, Saudi Arabia, OPEC nations. I don't think they're too particularly fond of us. They've now aligned with China. Not to mention the fact that they're drilling for the damn same fossil fuels that they are right. for their electric craps. Okay, so I, is that not common sense? For many Americans, it's not. Now, if you want to buy an electric vehicle, I have no problem with that. Go buy an electric vehicle. But by the way, know this, that the weight of that battery in that electric vehicle is about 2,900 pounds. And when you charge it at your charging station, if you can find a charging station and hours that you're allowed to charge your car, because remember, last summer, California limited the number of hours available to charge your car. Anyway, um, it's 2,900 pounds. It's fifteen to $20,000 more per vehicle. And I know Elon Musk is bringing down the price because they're not selling. People don't want them. People don't want them. Um, just common sense things. Can we agree that it's wrong morally to steal money from our children and our grandchildren and balance our budget? I mean, is that common sense? Shouldn't we all agree on that? Where is the common sense culture? Where is the common sense? I don't know. How do you say the coalition in this country? that wants to solve problems so Americans can live free, pursue their dreams, have as much freedom as possible, less government intervention in our lives. I mean, it's simple Dude, stuff. I just had a great idea. So we did the CSC in 2014, which was the Conservative yes. Solutions Caucus. Caucus. Maybe now we do the Say, Common Sense Coalition. I like that. Let's actually. start it. I like that. You know what I mean? And you have to, you know, have at least two brain cells knocking around in there. The Common Sense Caucus. And I, I think I think every American should be entitled to a great education. You know, we're, they're spending over 40 grand per student in New York on education, and they have some of the worst results in the country. You have 13 public high schools in in Baltimore. Not one child is proficient in reading or math. We have failed these kids at a spectacular level. Now, they probably know everything you'd ever want to know about sex. They probably know a lot more about sex than I do or you do or any, but any adult knows. Who knows what they're teaching them? Did you see that Elon Musk took down that insignia? Somebody tried to put up that pedophilic flag up on Twitter. And it I said, didn't even know there was such called, a flag. There wasn't. They created it and they said, I am a youth attracted person. And he said, this is not allowed on this platform. We do not do that here. You're good for him. You know, I just think there's got to be, we, we got to somehow break this this stranglehold. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, the party-wise, the Democrats always circle the wagons. Republicans, conservatives, they're stupid. Uh, they don't circle the wagons. They create a circular firing squad. And, you know, like, for example, I watch these conservatives out there, and they all try to out-MAGA one another. I'm like, it's not about MAGA. You know what it's about? Common sense solutions that always work when they're implemented you know securing our borders law and order good education free and fair trade a mean tough killer military if god forbid we need to use it peace through strength uh energy independence it's not complicated follow the constitution every amendment and let's you know let's live safer lives i don't know where's that party 
I'm a reg- right now. I want to make it. Let's make I'm it. I'm a registered conservative. Today. What the Common Sense Party? Common Sense Solutions Caucus. Join us today. Common Sense Solutions Caucus, or however you people say. It. However, you- <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. People who don't talk like me. <laughs> oh man. All right, we do have to do a deep dive into this, these issues involving the Bidens and their family syndicate. I mean, this is blowing up, and the media mob is ignoring it. But oh, they're going to cover every second of it, Sean. No, they're not going to be. They're not going to cover it. But I will tell you, if it was a Trump, forget it. It would be a different story. Also, am I right on this new axis of evil, as I call it? I'm going to ask Mike Pompeo yes. that question. All right, we're going to do a very deep dive into the Biden family syndicate and Mike Pompeo straight ahead. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.